Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. We begin with the rise of evil throughout our country, throughout the United States, the rise of evil. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So Colorado Springs Gay Club, 22-year-old Anderson Aldrich goes in there with guns, murders five, hurts 19. Okay, we see this every month now, every other month. Some lunatic, some maniac goes in and destroys people. Why? Because they don't want to live anymore. They know their lives are going to be over. They'll never get away with it. And a lot of them get killed. Uh, Aldrich got arrested, but he'll never see the light of day again. He'll be in a penitentiary the rest of his life. Okay, so big national story. You heard about it. Uh, there was a former U.S. Uh, soldier that took down this Aldrich guy, saved lives. Very compelling story. But the bigger story is, for the third straight year, America has hit a grim milestone. 600-plus mass shootings. What is a mass shooting? That is when four or more people are either murdered or wounded by gunfire. That's a mass shooting. 600 this year. Now, you haven't heard about 600. You've only heard about seven. Why? This is a key. 
okay? So the stat in 2001, that's the last total year we have, there were 690 mass shootings, but only seven of them, seven out of 690, involved a demented lone gunman. Seven. And all seven were splattered all over the news media as it should be. It should be. Okay? These people should be condemned. People should be aware that they're out there and they will always be out there. Okay. So why weren't the other 683 mass shootings extensively covered? Because most of them, 90% of them, were criminal acts. And most of the criminal acts were perpetrated by minority gun drug gangs. African Americans mostly, but some Hispanics. Okay, so the media does not want to report that 99% of the mass shootings in America are generated by drug gangs, thugs on the street who are heavily armed and will always be heavily armed. Even if you banned every gun on earth in this country, they would have them. Okay. Now, did you know that? Did you know it? You didn't know it because I didn't know it as of this morning. And my excellent investigative team rooted it out. We went to the violence project and rooted through their data. And we got it. Again, 690 mass shootings. Seven were individualized. Now, these individuals are evil. Now, you can say, oh, they're mentally ill or evil. Everybody walking the planet knows you murder another people, that's evil. And evil is rising in America, primarily because there is little punishment for evil now in our country. So let's look back. The apex of evil in modern times came in the 1930s and 40s with Germany, the Soviet Union, Japan, and China killing hundreds of millions of people, murdering them. The states did it. Off the chart evil. No excuse, no justification, nothing. The United States stopped a lot of it. We were the good guys. We never did that. You can argue Indian genocide. You can argue uh, slavery. But we never, on the scale of the countries I just mentioned, did anything close to that. We defeated it. Back in America in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, evil was suppressed because heinous crimes like murder, rape, drug dealing were harshly punished and quickly punished. Now that doesn't happen. Now, if you sell heroin, you're likely not to even be prosecuted in many places. Oregon. Okay, so evil has risen. 
you don't constrain it, it runs wild. Ask the German people who did not constrain Hitler and the Third Reich. So that's where we are now. We had it under control. But in the 70s, when the progressive movement began, and now the progressive movement dominates the media, which is why you don't hear about the drug gang mass killings, okay, it's much easier to be evil. Then the kicker, the internet. The internet comes in and gives evil people, which I put about 15% of the population flat out evil, a lot of people, gives them a place to cluster. They can go on the internet to these heinous sites, these hate sites, these child abuse sites. It's, it's beyond disgusting, but they all can be accessed through cyberspace. That did not happen until the early 2000s, and now it's totally out of control. All right, the horrible things that go on on the internet are almost indescribable. I can't even tell you what they are. It's how bad they are. And these people who do them now have a COVID of other people who do it. They trade stuff. Okay? Now, nobody is in place in our country to combat this. We have a progressive president, a weak attorney general, and a basically apathetic Congress on both sides. You don't hear Republicans very much. When was the last time you heard Mitch McConnell talk about evil? Never. He's the guy that wouldn't even champion Kate's law, McConnell. Anyway, you have to deal with this as a country. We're not. Now, how do you deal with it, O'Reilly? Okay. It has to start in a public school system where courses on ethics have to be taught. Ethics. Right, wrong. So that the urchins know what is permissible in our society and what is not. Well, you think you're going to get that in the woke era in public school? You think you're going to get ethics? No, you're not. That's why so many of us, including me, send our children to private school, Catholic school. Because there, there is a definition of good and evil. Now, I said 15% of Americans are evil, and I believe that. But far, far more look away. Look away. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to confront it. Because they might get in trouble. The evil might turn on them. Though they don't say anything. They don't do anything. They're not outraged. Instead, they fall back. And they want somebody else to deal with it. Well, nobody else is going to deal with it. So you are going to continue to have these evil, lone gun people walking in and shooting up kids in Evaldi and doing what they do. You're never going to stop that, no matter how many gun bans you have. All right? But the drug gangs, they can be dealt with. It only takes will. You can break them. But who's trying? Nobody. Here in New York City, where I am, 
They won't even prosecute a gang member caught with an illegal gun on him or her. That's a felony in this state. They won't prosecute it at all. What do you think is going to happen when the guy is walking around with a gun and he's a member of a drug gang? He's going to use the gun. Well, we're not going to, no, no, we're not going to prosecute that. And the person behind this whole thing, Governor Hochul, was reelected last week. It's just staggering two weeks ago. Okay, so when you have a country where evil is on the rise and you can see it and hear it, you see it, something has to be done. But we don't have the leadership to do it. I don't know of any, and I'm hoping maybe in 24, that somebody will break out and say, I got specific things that I'm going to implement if I'm president of the United States, going to suppress evil, constrain evil. And gun control is not going to do it. I mean, I'm not a gun guy, but it's not. The criminals will get the guns. The loons will get the guns. There are 300 million guns out there right now. All that will do is make the illegal guns more expensive so more people get into the trafficking of them. Oh, it's the guns that are... No, it's the evildoers that are doing it. That's who you go after. And that's the memo. Okay. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. Those listening on the radio and watching me on TV, name and town, please, if you wish to opine on my take on evil in America. All right. Let's bring in a guy who's a lot smarter about elections than I am. His name is Zach Smith. He works for the Heritage Legal Foundation, coming to us from Washington, D.C. He is an election expert. Did I make any mistakes in my description of where we are in the midterms right now, Mr. Smith? Well, you're absolutely right, Bill. This delay in counting the votes is absolutely shameful. Unfortunately, what we've seen are certain states and certain election officials are refusing to administer efficient safe, secure elections. Look, that should really be a bipartisan issue, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're an independent, everyone should want to make sure that the votes are counted quickly and that they're counted accurately. Unfortunately, certain states, the states that you mentioned, Arizona, Nevada, California, uh, Alaska, and there are others, are having great difficulty in meeting that very low bar. And I suspect part of the reason they're having difficulty doing that is because they've been sloppy uh, in their election processes and procedures. You know, one of the things we did here at the Heritage Foundation, we compiled an election integrity scorecard, and we ranked the states 1 to 50 on how well they did in terms of making sure their elections were safe and secure and how efficiently they could administer that process. And it shouldn't come as a surprise uh, that California ranked 49th out of 50, and Nevada ranked 50 out of 50. And so <laughs> if the citizens in those states right. <laughs> would, would require the, their elected officials to get serious about this, uh, they could see a much better system being implemented. Now, this is a partisan statement I'm going to make. But before that, would you be kind enough to send me the heritage uh, rankings and I will use it tomorrow on the No Spin News? I, I'd like to have Happy that. to I'll do put it. it up so everybody see it. Okay, so my contention is Democrats like the chaos. They like the mail-in ballots. 
They like the drop-offs. They like all this because it's easier for them on their ground game, which they have a much better ground game than Republicans do. That means that people in the precincts that go out and, and cajole people to vote and things like that, they round up votes. It's much easier to do when you have a very loosely monitored situation. So Democrats don't want reform. My opinion, am I wrong? Well, look, Bill, you know, we do policy, not politics, here at the Heritage Foundation. And so certainly it seems to be uh, that many Democratic-run states or liberal-run states and jurisdictions are having serious issues counting the balance effectively and efficiently. And part of the reason for that is that for so long, these individuals, particularly these individuals on the left, have resisted implementing common-sense election safeguards. Yeah, they Things don't like want it. Right, well, but they don't want it for a reason, Mr. Smith. They well, don't want it for a reason. It's not just gross incompetence. Yes, gross incompetence is in play. But there is a reason they don't want to do what Florida did. So in 2000, <clears throat> the most famous American screw-up election, Florida was just a disgrace. All right? Well, they revamped the whole thing, and now Florida is one of the most efficient. I bet you it's in the top ten in your list, is it not? Florida does very well, and they deserve a lot of kudos for implementing common-sense legislation. Look, the problem in part, Bill, is whenever states move to enact these common-sense reforms that, by the way, are very popular across the political spectrum, across races, across genders, uh, because they are such common-sense solutions, uh, these states face lawsuits. Uh, they're often collusive in nature where they, uh, those who are bringing the suits find a favorable election official who will enter a favorable settlement. And so when you get Heritage Election Integrity Scorecard, we have 12 broad categories that we suggest states should implement that will help avoid many of the problems that we're currently seeing. Okay. Um, let's turn to the House of Representatives. I've been following this every hour. So frustrating because no, the ticker doesn't move. You know, we're in Monday night now vote was last Tuesday night, and it's still in, in some places in California, some districts, small districts, this is not L.A. or San Francisco, 38% of the vote in, 40% of the vote. I mean, you look at it. You, but from my math, it looks like the Republicans will take the House by one or two. Is that what you have? Well, it certainly seems to be what's being reported right now. I know it's a much smaller wave uh, than was initially anticipated. Uh, but look, I think going back to the original point, Bill, this is shameful that it's taking no, so I know, no, long. But have you guys been counting the districts? Do you concur that it's likely Republicans will win the House or do you not know? Well, that is a question that is better answered by many of my colleagues at Heritage Action, Heritage, uh, the Heritage Foundation's sister organization, and others. Uh, but look, the delay in knowing the outcome is absolutely shameful, is something that should not be repeated again. And if states will get serious about election integrity, running safe, secure, efficient elections, uh, they can take a look at the Heritage Foundation's election integrity scorecard to find those best practices. Okay, so you're not going to tell me what you think. <laughs> Do you, how about your colleagues? Have any of them gone on the record uh, by saying they think one or the other party will take the House? Well, look, I think at this point we have to wait for the votes to come okay, in. Okay, I got it, I got it, I got yeah. it. I'm just looking for, you know, look, I got my own method of doing this stuff. Um, in Colorado, I think um, Boert or whatever her name is, the woman up in the mountains area of the state. She's going to win. 
Um, that takes it up to 213 and then 85 more. And then, the, as I said, the districts in play in California are in the Central Valley, in the conservative parts of the state. We got two in Arizona. It's just driving me crazy. Final question for you. Um, this is a victory for Biden, I believe, because he could have gotten wiped out and embarrassed all over the world. Uh, and the Democrats could have been decimated. Uh, he would have been under pressure to actually leave the presidency if that happened. But now he's strutting around like a peacock. And I wondered if you had any thoughts on that. Well, look, I think, unfortunately, the Biden administration's policies have been incredibly harmful for us as a nation. He's often taken unilateral executive action beyond what he is constitutionally or statutorily authorized to take. And so I'm hopeful, although I doubt it will happen, that the Biden administration will take a different tact and will certainly not take actions uh, that are unconstitutional or not statutorily authorized. All right, Mr. Smith, we really appreciate it. Thanks for coming on today. Um, Donald Trump. Now, there's no question that Donald Trump was a factor in the midterms and he helped the Democrats. No question about it, okay, because of the election denier thing. Um, from the very beginning, I uh, suggested to the president himself in private conversation and on this broadcast that that is not a winner. 2020 relitigation is not a winner. Tease off a lot of independence. Independence broke four points for the Democrats, which was the difference. It's interesting because more Republicans voted for Republican House candidates by a margin of about 5%. So overall vote for the House, Republicans won that by 5%, which is a pretty healthy margin. But on the independent side, they broke for the Democrats largely because of the denier January 6th. And if you were watching any of these commercials, I mean, they just waved it. You know, Trump and this, and they linked uh, Bulldog, and they linked the guy in Arizona, and, and uh, uh, Tudor Dixon in Michigan to Trump and the denier, and it worked. It worked. I mean, if anybody said it worked, they're not telling you the truth. It worked. So, that being said, you then step back and say, well, what is Donald Trump's future? Remember, 80 million people voted against him. They didn't vote for Biden, by the way, and you know that. They voted against Trump. Does he have a political future? So uh, my message today on BillOReilly.com and my column, both on the election, I hope you go to BillOReilly.com and read them, and it's free. You don't have to be a premium member or anything like that. You just go and messages there every morning, comms there every Sunday. I think they're provocative. But what is Donald Trump's future as a uh, presidential candidate? So Jason Miller, one of his top guys, says tomorrow night at Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, he's going to announce he's going to run. That's what Miller says. I don't know. I haven't talked to Donald Trump in a while. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, I know he wants to run. But is he going to announce tomorrow night? Miller is a guy that's close to him. And Miller's saying, yeah, he's going to announce. All right. And they even put a uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time slap on it so they get primetime TV coverage. Um, OK, I don't have analysis now on Donald Trump running or not, whether this is a good thing for the country or not. I know at this point in history, 
he's not the power he used to be. I think every, even the MAGA supporters would, would know that. You have to know that. All right? But the man is incredible. And he can come back. But can he get those independents over to his side? Boy, that's tough. That is a tough, tough road. So anyway, um, when he announces, we'll analyze what he says. And I'll get as much inside information tomorrow as I can. But at the same time, this is swirling around this week. Vice President Pence is out on a book tour. But he got a book. And the left-wing press is using Pence against Trump. So Pence goes on with David Muir, ABC, and uh, the headline is that Pence says, Donald Trump put me and my family in danger. You know, okay. Uh, Pence has refrained from bad-mouthing Trump, although Pence was not happy about Trump trying to force him not to certify the election. And Pence was right. Constitutionally, Pence was right. So you've got to be that in the book. But what you should know is Pence is going to do a big thing on CNN on Wednesday. So the left-wing press is using Pence against Trump. Ironically, for the left-wing media, DeSantis at this point, the governor of Florida, is more dangerous to the liberal cause than Trump is. That could change. That could change. But by attacking, continue attacking, and undermining Trump, you might get a stronger candidate, DeSantis, in 24. But all of that is swirling around. Now, you know me. I'll tell you the truth as we see it, and we'll back it up with facts. Uh, these early polls, DeSantis versus Trump, they're just bull. I'm not even going to report them. Usually I report the stuff and tell you, ah, it's a bunch of crap. But I'm not even going to report that. Because it's still too turbulent around. People aren't figuring it out yet on a, on a Republican side. There's a lot of angst on the Republican side. They like DeSantis and they like Trump, some of them. There's a little, I'd say 20% uh, of the Republicans don't like Trump. I think everybody in the Republican Party likes DeSantis. All right, so that's where we are on that. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. 
If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Okay. So what I decided to do, to be fair, we're always fair here. And by the way, I will cover Trump in uh, a disciplined way, as I just did, okay? Um, and we're not going to root for anybody or do anything like that, okay? So I, I decided, I asked myself, look, I want two Trump people who are Republicans, all right, to talk about Donald Trump. One that supports Donald Trump's run and one that does not. But they have to be Republicans. So the first one is Corinne Clark. She comes to us from Washington, D.C. She's the co-founder of FreePressFail.com. First of all, what is FreePressFail.com? What is that? Uh, we're a conservative media company. Uh, we try to be the alternative to a lot of the fake news that started around Trump's first run in 2016 and just hasn't stopped. Um, and you can find us at FreePressFail.com. Okay, so people go there and they see what on the website? Uh, a lot of counter to mainstream narratives like this uh, Trump DeSantis narrative, actually. Um, a lot of Biden gaps because there are many. And um, any coverage of Trump derangement syndrome, which is rampant in the mainstream media, uh, he's living rent free in their heads. And we cover when they make that clear. Okay. So you believe that Donald Trump running for president is a good thing and you support him, correct? Yes. But yeah. I also think that everybody should be able to run in a primary. It's, uh, I think a lot of people are discouraging Trump from running in a primary, ironically, because they are worried that he is going to win it, which says that they are not actually anti-Donald Trump. They are anti-Trump voters. And I think that that is a short-sighted thing. And um, it's insulting, frankly. Okay, but based upon the data I just gave you, Corinne, the 210 electoral votes are impossible for Trump to win. Does that change your opinion at all? Uh, the map that you presented is terrible, and it looks exactly like a map that most Republicans would face. I don't see that changing dramatically for any Republican nominee. And if anyone was going to change that, I think it would be Trump, as we've just seen with uh, Lee Zeldin's race in New York. He didn't win it. He made the most progress that any Republican has made in New York history recently uh, for a statewide race. And that is largely due to the support of Donald Trump. So I think if, if that map is going to look any better than what you presented, it's probably going to be under Trump than anyone else. Okay. But in order for that to change, two things would have to happen. 
the economy in America would have to get worse, which I think it will. Very good chance that it will. And two, that Trump himself would have to change a little bit and stop with the election stuff. Even his uh, MAGA supporters are tired of hearing about that, and they know it's not a winner. Do you agree? Um, I don't. I think that's been a mainstream narrative for a long time, and everybody since 2015 has been giving Donald Trump a list of things he needs to change about himself if he wants to be successful. And then he won an election in 2016, and still the same people have a new list of things that Donald Trump should change about himself if he wants to be successful. There are a bunch of people in the media and in politics, even in Republican politics, as we've seen, that will just never like Trump. And they will never like who he is and how he talks and how he cares about certain issues. They will never agree with him. And repeatedly, Republican voters have shown that they do like that. They do like how he talks. They don't care about the tweets. They don't want him to change. That was okay. evidence when we won the, in 2016. And then the when he won 11 million more votes than he won in 2016 in 2020. That's all that true. They told him to change. That's all true. But that was before the election controversy and January 6th. So um, you believe at this point that Donald Trump has a legitimate chance of recapturing the White House by not changing anything, just Trump being Trump. Is that correct? I think to capture the White House is going to be difficult for any Republican nominee for the reasons that you just showed on the map. That's going to be tough for any Republican. That's not just a Trump map. That is a GOP versus Democrat map. This isn't the Reagan era where you can actually sweep 525 electoral votes. And I wish that it was, but the maps just don't work like that anymore. Okay. I think that Trump should not uh, bow to the establishment and that's, that's his strength. And I think his supporters recognize that. And um, that's why they don't want him to run. Not because, well, they don't want him to run because they don't like him and they think he's going to win. That's what's funny. Well, there's no question that he didn't bow that the MAGA uh, brigades remain loyal to him. But at this point, that's not enough. He's got to get independent voters to come back to him. Um, and if the economy worsens, then he'll have a chance because he did run the country pretty well economically. Corinne, thanks very much. Now let's bring in a Republican who does not believe that Donald Trump uh, is a good candidate in uh, 24. His name is Chris Russo. He's the owner of Worldwide Wealth Group, big financial advisor. He comes from uh, my neighborhood, uh, Westbury, Long Island. Now, um, the MAGA people are thrilled that Donald Trump is going to announce tonight that he's going to run for president, but you're not so thrilled. Why? Well, let me first by, uh, start by saying thanks for having me on the program. Um, I was a Trump supporter, voted for him the last two times. I love Donald Trump. When I see him come on TV, it puts a smile on my face. I love his, uh, I love his style. But the way that the voters showed, um, you know, uh, last Tuesday that uh, it's just basically impossible. The party, is the, the, the party is looking for new blood. They're looking for somebody that's more exciting. And, uh, and that's Ron DeSantis. And I just don't see any other road. You know, if you couldn't win in 2020, I don't see the uh, the ability of doing it in 2024 after, you know, what happened last Tuesday night. So for you, it's about uh, realism. 
It's about, look, you want a Republican to be the next president. You don't believe Trump can win because Trump did govern the country fairly effectively, particularly in the economic world in which you lived. I'm sure you prospered in the four years that Donald Trump was president, right? I, I love the the, uh, the markets when uh, when Trump was in control. I mean, it was uh, advantageous for me financially. Clients loved it. But, you know, for me, it was really um, the last year of his presidency, which kind of turned me off. And then January 6th to me was just a disqualifying event. I don't know if he had bad information or if it was just an ego thing. But at the end of the day, it's not always about what's beneficial for yourself. It's what you think is beneficial for your country. And I just don't see, A, Trump being the um, – I just don't see him having any opportunity. For me, I would probably be a Republican that uh, just wouldn't show up to the polls. I just wouldn't so show you, up you in wouldn't, There's no way at this point you would vote for Donald Trump, even if the economy worsened, which I think it might, under Biden in two years – um, even if uh, DeSantis doesn't prove to be a good candidate, because we don't know on the national level how he'll perform. So you, you're just not going to vote for Trump, period. Is that right? I, I, from a conscious standpoint, I can't do it. I mean, look and at that's because, America. But pinpoint the exact reason. You can't do it. Why? What, what is it that Trump did in your mind that prevents you voting for him? Okay, so the, the country is so divided, right? And it's not right. necessarily all because of Trump, but he has, um, he is extremely divisive, right? And at this point, the people have spoken. They're not looking for- No, you know, but I want to know about, I want to know about you, Chris Russo. I want to know about well, you. My, my what was, what, my what is was, it that January would prevent your vote? January 6th for me was, was, uh, was you disqualified to be the president of the United States. If you're going to okay, go- now do you blame him? Do you blame Trump for January 6th? Do I, I think that, um, I think that, I don't think he thought it was going to get as carried away as it, as it, you know, as it gotten. Uh, the whole statements about Pence and, you know, telling his supporters and, and other Republicans also telling supporters that Pence had the ability to, to, to declare if Biden's the president or not. That's just a bunch of BS. And at the end of the day, you know, even though he fits my needs and what I what I like, the alpha male, um, the markets, tough on China, immigration, he fits all the criteria that I approve of, doesn't necessarily mean that it's the best for the overall country. And that's the way that I look at it. I look at it from a from a, uh, you know, a value standpoint. And I'm not going to compromise my values just because I like the guy. OK, Chris, that's a very interesting point of view. We appreciate you coming on. Tell us about it. Thanks very much. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Okay, uh, Ann Coulter, November 9th, goes to Cornell, upstate New York, give a speech, hooted down by hooligans on campus. This happens all the time with conservative speakers, Cornell and Ivy League school. So now the president of Cornell, uh, Martha Pollack, very woke, very liberal, 
you know, exactly what you would think she would be, says that the uh, students who interrupted Coulter's speech are going to face consequences, but she won't tell anybody what the consequences are. Maybe they'll be denied breakfast one day. I don't know. But she did issue a statement. Quote, I will just be honest. I think this is a really stupid move. Ann Coulter basically irrelevant at this point, and this is exactly what she wanted, unquote. That's stupid, Dr. Pollack. Ann Coulter didn't want to be shouted down. She was invited to speak, paid. She wanted to give her speech. She doesn't need Cornell to give her publicity. Boy, Ivy League. Okay, Smart Life. This is really taken off this segment. Smart Life is a daily segment. It's on BillOReilly.com if you miss it, which saves you money or enhances your life. So we're all going to get crushed by heating bills this winter, unless you live in Key West. All right? But heating bills going to be bloody. I have found a way to save you significant money. It's one of our sponsors, Eden Pure. Eden Pure, one word, E-D-E-N-P-U-R-E. They sponsor with us. But I'm not doing this Smart Life segment for them because they sponsor us. Doing it for you because they have a product that's going to save you money. It's called Eden Pure Gen 40. And I just got one, okay? They just sent me one. Eden Pure Gen 40. It's a portable and it's very light heater cooler. So... I took it up, and it was really cold here last few days, and I turned the heat down to 66 in my bedroom, okay? And I put on the Eden Pure Gen 40, which is an electrical current, and it heated the room. I didn't need any, I didn't need any oil heat because I had that. And then you can truck it from room to room, or you can buy a couple of them, and put them wherever you want. So you can put the thermostat down, Minnesota, Maine, Alaska, and, and where you are, you'll be warm because you just plugged it in. It's so simple, it's smart, which is the smart life. Once again, EdenPure.com is a place to go. Product is Eden Pure Gen 40. Media corruption, this is something. Now, I know I don't have to convince you the media is corrupt. I know you already know it. But the stats are just mind-boggling. So the Media Research Center, conservative group, but their, their data is pretty accurate. Analyzed Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, James Corden, Trevor Noah. Six shows. From um, September through the election last week, these combined programs had 47 liberal guests and no conservative guests. <laughs> 47 liberal Democrats on, no conservative Republican, none. Now, that's media corruption because all of these shows are owned by massive corporations that are basically dictating what they do. So they're blacking out any opposing point of view. 
and they're just towing the liberal line, the democratic line. It does matter, particularly for younger people who think that everybody is liberal, everybody's Saturday Night Live, you know, all their friends. They don't know there's another point of view, a much more effective point of view if you value problem solving. They don't know. And this what reinforces it. And these corporations, CBS, NBC, ABC, this is what they do. It's incredible. Not one Republican on from September to Election Day. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine, enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Here is a final thought of the day. The BillOReilly.com Christmas store is open. I want to save you money because you're going to need it. Okay, this is number one here. You got every killing book, every single one, all 12, all right? And you can buy them in bulk and we'll give you a very nice price. So this will give you an amazing array of gifts for far beyond what they would cost individually. Then we have the three book killer bundle, okay? Killing the mob, killing the killers, and killing the legends. Now these are the three most recent books and we are taking $36 off them, okay? Again, This is going to save you. And these are great books. People don't have to like me. They open a book and they start to read it. All of these books. I mean, there's 19 million copies of my book in print. There's a reason for that. They're fun to read. Okay, if you're not the literary type or you don't know anybody who likes to read, let's go to the other stuff in the BillOReilly.com store. Stand up for your country. Coffee mugs are back. They sold out last year. They're back, and they are the best. I use them every single day, three colors. Then we have Live the Good Life Metallic Bumper Sticker. You don't have to paste it on. So Live the Good Life, the Smart Life. I don't even know what my brand is anymore. Live the Smart Life, not a political statement, okay? It's a statement telling everybody that you're kind of living the smart life. And we have that metallic. We also have uh, Stand Up For Your Country metallic uh, bumper stickers. Beautiful, gorgeous. Then we have Christmas ornaments. God bless America Christmas. Now, these I have on my tree, red, white, and blue. And we're keeping the prices of all this stuff down. These are beautiful, beautiful Christmas ornaments. And finally, uh, premium membership and concierge membership to BillOReilly.com gets you discounts on everything, big discounts, and a free book. Any book of your choice that I've ever written can be yours free if you sign up for premium or concierge membership. So anyway, that's the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. It'll save you a ton of money. Make a list 
of people that you want to gift. Check it twice like Santa. Go to BillOReilly.com Christmas store. We are saving you time. We have not raised our prices. We are looking out for you. Thanks for watching us and listening to us tonight. We'll see you tomorrow. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.